In the name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Advent marks the new year. It does. Except even the faithful scoff and say, yeah, fine, that's great, pastor, but you know, for the real new year, we're staying up late and drinking too much. And I kind of like it that way. Not the staying up late, drinking too much bit, but the church measuring a new year differently than the rest of the world bit. Because we have always, as the church, dealt with time differently than the rest of the world. And we should celebrate that, not hide it. We begin and end the church year with the recognition the end is near. Jesus is coming back, and there will be a last great day. It's coming soon. Soon, just like it has been for the last 2,000 years. And so, you know, the world rolls their eyes because, you know, soon and two-day shipping don't mean the same thing to us. They roll their eyes when we say each year the end is near. But then again, each new year for them, they make the same resolution they did last year, except, well, they gave up last year around February and they expect it to be different this time. So we'll roll our eyes right back. And as for us, Christ will return on that last great day. Soon does still mean soon, even 2,000 years later. Even in the meanwhile, we can still wait. Time doesn't press on us quite the same way it does everywhere else. Eve hoped for thousands of years for the birth of the Savior, the child promised to her at the fall, but God does come to save his people. And we hope that the same Lord will come again soon. In 2,000 years, give or take, but still soon, because God comes to save his people, except that after a while, the whole thing starts to sound kind of tongue-in-cheek, the same way we say Happy New Year every Advent. Because we are the faithful, but we can't really wait for two-day shipping either. And, well, when it comes to how we spend our time, if you ask somebody how they're doing, the polite thing to say is no longer good. How you doing? Busy. Time. Never quite works the way we want it to. And I think there's a connection between time and hope. Because the church that could wait for thousands of years talked about hope all the time, but the busier that we make this time of year, the less we want to talk about it. Just look. It's easy to think about Christmas coming. And we'll think inward to the joy, to the cheer, to the happiness. We'll even think outward to the togetherness, to the charity. You can even do it religiously. Think back to the nativity. Rejoice that the Savior was born. But the words Christmas and hope don't really go together on too many cards, even if maybe they should. But we usually want to use the word hope on much cheaper things. See, hope is a word that's easier to use the less you actually need it. So we'll say, I hope it don't rain. I mean it, but if it does, oh well. You even say, I hope I win the lottery, but I don't really expect to. It would help if I played it. About the biggest stretch 
that we'll lay um, for the word hope is what we hope we got for Christmas. Because hope is a word that seems to become more fragile the more helpless you feel. So for the big things, the important things, the life and death things, oddly enough, we dare not use that word hope lest it break. So instead we say we're real busy, like we can prove we're worthwhile by doing enough. We chip away at the waiting because to wait is to admit that there's more that you don't have yet. There's more you might not get. Same day shipping, please. We'll squander hope, that precious word given to us by the Lord on things that don't matter. And we'll try to put the things that do matter on our own backs and then wonder why the most wonderful time of the year seems so much more peaceful and hopeful before we learned how to respond to how are you with the word busy. Maybe Christmas hope was a thing forgotten somewhere as you grew up. Or maybe we're just afraid to hope in what actually matters. Hope in the big things, the real things, where we are actually and truly helpless. Too afraid even to confess the truth. We cannot, not by our own reason or strength, hope in the big things. That only comes by faith given by the Holy Spirit. So of course the world seems timed differently than us. Of course, it has its own new year and sees that word hope differently too. They cannot by their own reason or strength do otherwise. Is it such a surprise to us? Because hope in the big things, the real things, can't skip right to Christmas. The real word hope needs an advent. Advent, a God who shows up. Advent means God is coming. We have a God who comes to save his people. And so before, long, long ago, the saints of old waited in hope, not in themselves, not in what they could control, not in any kind of situation, but they hoped in God. The Lord was the portion of the very first sinners, stuck naked in a garden, but promised a child born of a woman who would crush the head of the serpent forever. Hope in the Lord was the portion of sinful prophets who wept at the condition of the world. And hope in the Lord is the portion of sinners this day too. This particular bunch of sinners who can't, for the life of them, busy their way into heaven no matter how hard we try. This particular bunch of sinners who cannot, for the life of us, control half what we think that we can. And this particular bunch of sinners who cannot stand to wait. Yet all the same, hope in God. We are sinners. We are saints. We are the ones called by God to hope. So we do. It's a gift. Come, Lord Jesus, is our prayer. And even in the meanwhile, the faithful wait in hope because God advents. He comes to answer his people in helplessness. Hear now the word of the Lord. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you say the day drawing near. See, we hope not that our own works can save us, but we recognize that we need comfort, as hopeless as it is down here. We hope not because there's strength in numbers that we would not neglect to meet together, 
but because there's weakness in these numbers. This is the weakest bunch I've ever met. We, the poor, miserable sinners, confess our sins and iniquities here and revel in our helplessness because we know who our God is. He is the help of the helpless. He abides with us because we are the sinners that Jesus died for. Our hope was never in ourselves or our institutions or our busyness or even our Christmas joy. Our hope is that God advents to his church because he knows something that we have ignored. Hope dies in a vacuum. The way that we hide our weaknesses behind the word busy, behind all of our hurry and all of our effort and all of our fake smiles, hope dies. But love, love is communal for the Lord advents to be near us. You see it different in Christianity. In so many other religions, to be truly spiritual, you must be alone. Go and meditate. Seek your heart. I try, but only think about food. Go on a vision quest. Tell me what conclusions you come to. Go off and pray, all by yourself. Even as the Lord would tell us to go into locked closets, he calls, gathers, enlightens, sanctifies, and keeps the whole church, that we would not pray to my Father, but our Father. This is not a religion where you can exist by yourself. Do not neglect to meet together, because the Lord advents here. The very same body and blood shed for you on that cross to forgive you all your sins is placed here. Do not neglect to meet together, not because there is strength in numbers, but because here all of the weak gather and the Lord joins us to help, to forgive, to strengthen, and to save. Here, here we can do something more than pretend to be busy enough to get by. Here we can do more than pretend that we are good enough and scoff at the rest of the world. Here we bow, here we kneel, and here we receive gifts from God, given in body and blood for you, for the forgiveness of your sins. We do not gather around ourselves, but in hope made present here for you. Receive together and do it often, because this is where hope is. The day of the Lord is drawing near, but we wait here. We wait in hope, and we can because even, the, even in the meanwhile, God still advents. He comes to save his people in body and in blood. So hope in a love that never ceases. Hope in mercies that are new every morning. Hope in the God who advents to you. Hope in Jesus. In his name. Amen.